Hey, this is Kevin Weatherby at Save the Cowboy. I want you to tow that stirrup, throw a leg over the candle, take a deep seat, and pull your hat down tight. I ain't gonna tolerate no whining or griping, so let's all strike a long trot down that narrow trail and learn how to ride with God. Come on! What you waiting on? Let's go. Has everybody seen movie The Magnificent Seven? Okay, The Magnificent Seven. They actually, the, the the Magnificent Seven, the new one came out last year in 2016. It was a remake of a remake. Okay, the 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 one with Yul Brenner in it that that most people remember. It was a remake from a Japanese movie called The Seven Samurai or The Samurai Seven or something like that. Anyway, so so you can't say, well, I like the original because if you you got to speak Japanese to get the original, so don't, so don't pull that, but I, I did, I liked the one uh, that, that came out last year, because I like Chris Pratt, one of the actors and everything, but if you haven't seen it, let me tell you the plot of The Magnificent Seven. It's also the plot of 94% of every other Western ever made, okay? Here's the plot of The Magnificent Seven. Bad guys take over the town, okay? This is the plot of The Magnificent Seven and 94% of every other Western out there. Bad guys take over the town. Someone says, something needs to be done. And so they go find other people to help. In this instance, they go find some more bad guys. Okay, Bad guys took over the town. They go talk to some more bad guys to see if those bad guys will come beat up these bad guys. Okay, It's the making of a great Hollywood movie, is it not? So you got bad guys take over the town. Someone asks more bad guys to come and help them. And then the new bad guys use their gifts, the things that they're good at, for good rather than evil. Okay, So now we got the... the the new bad guys are turning into good guys. It's great, okay? And then the new bad guys save everybody. The new bad guys are now good guys, and these good guys beat the original bad guys and save everyone, okay? That's the plot of The Magnificent Seven and 94% of every other Western ever made, okay? So what I'm going to tell you today is that God has called us on nearly that same mission. He wants you to be part of the seven. But you see, a bad guy has taken over the town. Not just this town, but if you're watching online, your town and the town over here and the town over here and the town over here. And some good guys said, somebody needs to help us. And so they go and they find some bad guys. Okay, we're the bad guys. All right, because we're not good guys. As a matter of fact, in the Bible, Jesus says no one is good except God. So the people go and ask some bad guys to come beat up the other bad guys, but now we turn in to the good guys, okay? So there are some qualifications if you are going to be called into the new Magnificent Seven. Let me say this. I'm going to give you a warning right now. There's going to be a warning later on, okay? This is one of those sermons that I actually posted on Facebook and everything. I said, you're not going to believe this is a sermon, Okay? A lot of times you're going to be going, I, I don't know where he's going with this. And, and let me tell you this right now. There are going to be times in here that the only person that something in today's message will not, the only person that will not get something out of us, out of this is the one that's lying to themselves. Okay, so I'm going to give you a warning. You should get something out of this today. As a matter of fact, if you get your toes stepped on, it was probably on purpose, and it's not me stepping on your toes, okay? Because my toes 
are all black and blue because I, I got something out of this whole thing. So I'm not saying that, that I'm up here and y'all are down there. That is not the case whatsoever. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm beat up and drugged to death nearly from this message. So qualifications to be one of the Magnificent Seven. You are here for a reason because God wants you to be one of the Magnificent Seven. He wants to use you for a purpose, but there are some qualifications that you must have. And this is going to sound really like, dang, dude, that was kind of rough. Just telling you like it is, okay? I'm just going to be real straight. If it hurts your feelings, that is not the intention. The intention is to tell you the truth. If the truth hurts your feelings, then maybe you need to re-examine some things in your life, okay? This is meant for encouragement, not for hurting. If you're going to be one of the Magnificent Seven chosen, you have to ride for God and be right with Him. Ride and right. Okay? You can't be one without the other. You can't be the other without the one. You have to ride for God and be right with Him. That is the qualification. Okay? You can't just be this guy over here that doesn't believe in anything and is not willing to do all the stuff that God is going to call the Magnificent Seven to do, you've got to be all in. As Ty talked about, you can't be part-time. You have to be full-time. And no, we're really not going to give you any breaks. Well, everybody makes a mistake. I get that. That should break our heart, not be an excuse to keep on making the same mistakes over and over. Because if it's the same mistakes over and over, it's not a mistake, it's a choice. Okay, you've got to be right with God, and you've got to ride for him. Okay, now, why? Because God leads the seven. If you don't ride for him, you ain't going to follow him. And if you're not right with him, y'all are going to be butting heads the whole time over which way to do things. Okay, he leads the seven. He funds the seven. He trains the seven. And he grows the seven. If you ain't riding with him and you ain't right with him, you're not going to pay attention to any of that. You're, you're not going to follow where he leads. And, and, and you know, you're, you're not going to be trained. You're not going to take his advice and do things the way he says to do them if you're not right with him and if you're not riding with him. And you're definitely not going to grow then. Okay? So if you want to be one of the Magnificent Seven, one of these is going to do great exploits that are going to be used by God to go and save people, to rescue people. And, and what am I saying? God does the saving, but we're his messengers. We're the ones he's going to accomplish that through. If you haven't, now, now how, how do you do that? How do you ride with him and get right with him? Man, here it is. If you haven't asked God to love you, Jesus to save you, and the Holy Spirit to guide you, then you're probably not riding and you are not right with him. God, you, you ask him to love you. You ask Jesus to save you, and you ask the Holy Spirit to guide you. Without those three things, you're not going to do the other two. You're not going to be right with him, and you're definitely not going to be riding for him. Okay? If you haven't asked God to love you, Jesus to save you, and the Holy Spirit to lead you, then you can't be part of the seven. That doesn't mean that we hate you. That doesn't mean that you, 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 you're not... A, a, a nice person or that, that we're kicking you out or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. But if you want to find the purpose in your life, you have to do those three things. you got to ask God to love you. you got to ask Jesus to save you. And you got to ask the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you. Can't be part of the seven without it. Now, 
Why do I say that these things are qualifications? Okay, why am I saying that they're qualifications? You're like, well, you know, I may not be all that, but, you know, I'm not, I'm not that bad, you know. You're being pretty exclusive, aren't you? I don't mean to be exclusive. I'm just saying that there's three things that you are going to be asked to do, okay? And if you aren't these things, if you haven't asked God to love you and Jesus to save you and the Holy Spirit to guide you, and if you ain't right with God and you're not riding for him, when the bullets start flying, you're going to get out of town. You're going to quit the race. You're going to run off. The first time your horse goes to pitching, you're going to get off and never get back on. And I'm telling you, when you ride for the seven, when you are part of the Magnificent Seven, it's not going to be easy. As a matter of fact, there is, going, there is physical toughness that you're going to have to have. There is physical toughness that you're going to need. This ain't easy. This ain't for y'all men out there that's got lotiony hands, okay? We're going to have to get some calluses on those, all right? And this ain't for the ladies out there that the first time something goes wrong, you go to bawling and squalling, okay? You're going to have to get tough. And I don't mean none of that is a bad thing. It, 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 it's tough, guys. If you're going to be part of the seven, there's a physical toughness that is needed. There is a mental focus that has to be imperative. You, you, you're not going to be able to accomplish this without physical toughness and without a mental focus. Okay, and the third thing, there's a spiritual force that must rule your life. If you are going to be part of the seven, if you are going to be part of the magnificent seven, there's a physical toughness that is needed, there is a mental focus that is imperative, and there's a spiritual force that must rule in your life. Let's talk about those three things for just a second. What do I mean by physical toughness? You are going to be asked, cowboys, actually, it is demanded to be part of the seven. You are going to have to sacrifice yourself. You are going to have to sacrifice yourself, but not in a being dead way, in a being alive way. You are going to be asked to sacrifice yourself to make yourself a living sacrifice. That's what you're going to be asked to do. Weak people can't do that. Not going to be able to happen. Okay? You are going to be asked to sacrifice yourself. If you're not willing to live for the cause, you're not going to die for the cause. And if you're not going to die for the cause, that means you're going to get out of there when things get rough. And when you get out of there when things get rough, you have just left your other six buddies behind. And guess what? It's going to take all seven to succeed. All seven will have to happen in order to succeed. You are going to be asked to make yourself a living sacrifice. You've been given a lot of things in life, and now God is going to ask you to give the one thing he wants back, and that's your entire life. Nothing else is important. I'm not saying that you don't do other things. I'm just saying that that is what God requires. When he says, what does God require of you? Everything. You can't be a part-time seven, okay? There is no magnificent seven to 11, folks, okay? There's, there's not. You've got to be all in or you're not in, okay? Now, I'm talking about being part of the seven. I'm not talking about going to heaven or anything. I'm talking about if you are called to this special purpose, to be one of the magnificent seven, to go out and make a difference in the world, not just get to heaven, you are going to have to be physically tough. You're going to ask to be a living sacrifice. See, you're going to have to be physically tough because it's real easy in this setting here to talk about it. 
We're going to ask you to show it. We're going to ask you to talk about it with your actions, not your words. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be convenient. As a matter of fact, it's going to turn your life upside down. It's going to change everything. And that brings us to number two, mental focus. You are not going to act like everyone else anymore. You are going to be transformed into one of the Magnificent Seven. You are going to be transformed. You are no longer going to act like the other bad guys act. You, must, you used to do the same things, but you're not going to do those things anymore. You're not going to act like the world acts. You are going to change how you think about everything because if you don't think in it, you're not going to do it. Okay? You, you have to be focused mentally on what you were trying to accomplish. And in the beginning, that is going to be very tough. But as you go on, that new nature, that transformation is going to take place in your life and it's going to get easier and easier and easier. But as it gets easier and easier and easier, God is going to be increasing your responsibility here and here and here and here. And so it ain't going to be getting easier and easier and easier. Okay, It's going to be tough the whole way through, but not impossible. You can't act like the world if you're going to be part of saving it, okay? What, what do I mean by that? If somebody, you know, what's the difference in, you know, opposites, let's say air and water, okay? Those are two, you know, fish don't, fish don't generally fly through the air and, and, and birds don't generally fly through the water, but y'all people are already talking about penguins and flying fish. I get it, okay? I get it. But for the most part, air and water are opposites, right? If somebody is drowning, you don't give them more water, okay? They need air. You can't act like the world if you're going to save it. This world is drowning. You need to be air, not more water. See, water's easy to be because water just takes the easy path through life. Just, hey, man, this is easy. I'll go this way. Ooh, this is easy. I'll go this way. Ooh, this is easy. And that's, that's what runs our life. But we're not going to think that way anymore. What we're going to think about is what does God want me to do? Because I've offered myself as a living sacrifice to him. It's not, it's not about me anymore. It's about him. And I'm not going to do the things I used to do. If you don't think it with your mind, your heart's never going to go along, folks. If you don't believe it with your mind, if you don't think it with your mind, you're not going to believe it with your heart. That's why we say we got to change how we think about things. we got to change how we think about things. And if you want to know the, the biblical definition of that, the, the whatever, come talk to me afterwards. I'll give you that biblical definition. But just... Uh, suffice it to say that you can't do, you can't live the way this world lives and do what God wants you to do. You've got to switch that up in the way you think. You have to have physical toughness. You've got to ride with God and you've got to be right with Him. You've got to ask God to love you. You've got to ask Jesus to save you and you've got to ask the Holy Spirit to guide you. Then you are riding for Him and you are right with Him. And when you do that, you are going to get a physical toughness. You're going to be, offer, be able to offer yourself as a living sacrifice. You were going to start changing the way that you think. Used to, you didn't think there was no big deal about what you do, about the things that you do that hurt people, or maybe hurt yourself, or, or just is contrary to God's word. You used to not think about that at all. Ty talked about it. He said, I get my wafer on Sunday morning and go live my life however I wanted to, Monday through Saturday. We're not going to do that anymore. We're going to be the same person on Sunday morning as we are on Saturday night. Maybe even better on Saturday night than we are Sunday morning. You gotta have a physical toughness. You have to have a mental focus. And the third thing is you gotta have a spiritual force that rules your life. 
I never said this was going to be easy because being a part of the Magnificent Seven is not easy. As a matter of fact, it'll be the hardest thing you ever do, and it'll be the best thing you ever do. You are eligible for it because you're here today, because you heard God's call, whether you want to admit it or not. You are here today. This is who God's going to choose. If you're watching online, you didn't just happen on Save the Cowboys' Facebook page, and you just didn't happen to turn the radio on. But you didn't know it, but God was leading you. He's calling you, and if you'll sit there and search your heart, you'll know it when you hear the truth. Something inside you will yearn for that. But your worldly ways, like, no, no, man, you're going to have to change everything. People are going to be getting mad at you, make fun of you, call you a Bible thumper, holy roller, whatever, man. Heck with them. we got a job to do, a spiritual force. This is the secret weapon of the Magnificent Seven, okay? It is your armor and your ammo. This spiritual force that rules our life, it is our armor and it is our ammo. It is the difference between success and it is the difference in failure. Because of my privilege in being able to stand up here called by God, I'm giving you this dire warning. I warned you in the very beginning I was going to give you another warning, and here is the warning. Don't think that just because you were eligible to be part of the Magnificent Seven, and don't think because maybe you are going to be chosen to be part of the Magnificent Seven, that you are the chocolate sauce on Bluebell ice cream. You ain't all that, okay? You are not all of that. As a matter of fact, humility and honesty are the armor and ammo that rule our lives. Humility and honesty. See, humility says, I'm not special I am now a servant. I am not above anybody because I've been chosen in the Magnificent Seven. I am now a servant to everybody, not better than them. It is not that we think less of ourselves. We just think of ourselves less. We don't think about what, is, what do we want. We look and we say, what does God want and what would be best for the people I'm called to serve? That's what it means to be part of the Magnificent Seven. That is our armor, the humility. If you have pride in you, and pride helps you make your decisions. That is a chink in your armor, and our, our adversary, the devil, will find your weakness, and he will exploit it. You may think it's a crack to him. It's a 100-mile wide target, and he will use it against you, and he will get you. Humility is our armor. Honesty is our ammo. Honesty is our ammo. We, we, we got we to gotta look at ourselves, and the only, we don't look at everybody else. You don't worry about what anybody else is doing. You worry about you, because you know what? You can't go help anybody if you ain't healthy. See, a lot of Christians, man, they want to be part of the seven, but they can't even, they, they want to be a lifeguard in the magnificent seven, but they can't swim. Somebody goes to hurt, and they dive in, and both of them drown. Yeah, that's the problem. Ty's not the lifeguard. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. It's probably the one you're going to have to save. You've got to be honest with yourselves. You've got to be honest about you. You quit worrying about everybody else. You don't worry about what anybody else is doing. You be honest with yourself on where your faith in God is. That's what you need to be honest with yourself about. The only measure that we take is our faith in God, and we never measure anyone else. See, you're, you're called. You are eligible to be part of the Magnificent Seven. You should want to be part of the Magnificent Seven. I know it's going to be hard. I know it. I know it ain't easy, but you can do it. So here's some special instructions before the assignments are given out to the seven and the seven are chosen. 
there's some, there, there's some special instructions before the assignments are given, okay? You, you have to know this, okay? Th this is of vital importance. Before your assignment in the seven is given, before your job is revealed, before you can go out there and make a difference, you have to understand a few things. Number one is this. Your assignment comes from God. You do not get to choose. You don't get to say, well, wait a minute. I, I'd, 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 I'd rather do this over here. No, your assignment comes from God. You don't get to choose what you do. If he chose it, you know what? Here, here's the deal. God don't need, don't need a, 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 what do you call a consultant. Well, hang on a second, God. I think you might have got that a little bit wrong. No, he didn't get it wrong. He knows you better than you know yourself. If he gives you an assignment, that is what is going to fulfill you. That is what's going, that is where your success is going to lie. Each assignment is crucial. We're going to be handing out seven assignments for the Magnificent Seven. And those seven assignments are going to go out into the world. And they are going to work together to save people, to reach people with the gospel, to do all of these things. And those seven assignments are crucial. If one fails, it jeopardizes the whole mission. If just one fails. I'm not saying that it, that, that it will fail. I'm just saying that it can fail. Each assignment is crucial. Accept your assignment as perfect and carry it out as such. Accept your assignment. When you get your assignment, you go, all right, that's what you want me to be right there, God. That's who I'll be right there. And I'm, and I'm going to treat it as if it's the greatest thing in the world, whether you like it or not. That's what it means to be part of the Magnificent Seven. You will have a specific assignment and specialties. But there is one thing that you must never do. You must never say, but that's not my job. Even if you agree with your assignment, if you got seven folks and one of them trips and falls and is having trouble, you go over there and help them with their assignment. You don't do it for them, but you help them with their assignment. You don't just sit there and say, well, I guess everything's messed up now. He didn't do his deal. No, you get over there and help. We are all, there's like a fancy word where it's like cross-trained. You know what I mean? We're all kind of cross-trained. We may have a specialty that we do, but we must all be able to step in and give aid to whoever is faltering to encourage them to stand back up and to do their job because we are here for each other. No more this lone wolf McQuaid. There's going to be seven assignments given out to go and rescue people, to rescue those that are trapped in darkness, that are out there hurting and they don't know who to turn to they don't know where to go you are going to be sent by god to help those and to make a difference in this world i pray to god right now that you are sitting here going well, i'm scared to death but i'm liking what i'm hearing because that's me i want to make a difference i'm not content just to sit back and see what life brings man i want to do something with my life that's what i'm hoping you are so let's go over everything one more time okay just real quick if you have your training manual, turn to Romans chapter 12, and we'll go over it again. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good, pleasing, and perfect. Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, 
I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith that God has given us. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. I didn't come up with that on my own. It's God's word. Will you be part of the Magnificent Seven? Are you ready to ride for him and be right with him? Have you asked him to love you? Have you asked him, Jesus, to save you? Have you asked the Holy Spirit to guide you? Are you physically tough? Are you mentally prepared? Is there a spiritual rule that governs your life? Do you have the armor and do you have the ammo? You've got to have all of those for the Magnificent Seven to succeed. And succeed, we will. Y'all ready to receive your assignments in closing? Come back next week and I'll give them to you. Let's go to God in prayer. God, as we prepare to receive our assignments next week, prepare our hearts first. Let us see that being part of the Magnificent Seven isn't a weekend hobby or a video game with endless lives. There's just this one. We only have this one, and I pray that the cowboy listening to you today will sign up with you today and come out of the darkness that he's been living in. You have called all of us by name, and you have a purpose laid out for us all. Give us the courage to accept it, and may we ride for and be right with you. And it is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. We're going to Israel again, okay? We are going to Israel again. It is February 10th through the 19th, okay? Um, February 10th through the 19th. The money has to be in by uh, December 15th, by December 15th. And I'm just going to be honest with you. It's $3,200, okay? In the next 12 months, you're going to make $3,200, and you're going to spend $3,200 on something. Spend it on something that will change your life. It will change your life. It is amazing. You can talk to uh, Rick and Sandy Clayton up here. Come talk to me and Ty. If Gary and Sherry Noonan are here. It is the mo- one of the most amazing trips that you will ever take. And $3,200 in the grand scheme of things is a drop in the bucket compared to what you will get. I want you to go with me. Besides that, you get to walk that same path that Jesus took on the way to the cross. You get to stand in the exact spot where he fell down and the, and the, the uh, Romans made Simon carry the cross. You'll get to stand in the exact spot where, where Jesus talked to Mary while he was on his way to the cross. You'll get to see where he was crucified. You'll get to put your hand on the rock where they laid Jesus to clean him up and you'll get to see the spot where they laid him in that tomb. You get to see all of this. I cannot express to you enough. I'm not trying to guilt trip you. I am trying to encourage you. I know every reason why you're sitting there going, I don't know if I can do that or not. I don't care what you have to do. Sell a horse, sell a trailer, sell your video games. I I don't know what you got. I don't care what you got. You need to go with us. It is that important. And I don't say things like this very often. You need to go. And if you're going to go practice walking, because there's a lot of walking. Yes, get in shape. My goodness. So anyway, uh, next week we will have some brochures. If you do have questions, like I said, it's $3,200. That's round trip airfare to Israel and back. 
and that's, every, that's all of your meals except lunch. Lunch is on you. Uh, it takes, some, takes a little bit of extra money for spending money and to buy Tyson shawarma. Uh, he likes lamb a lot. Lamb and sugar beets. He just loves them. And so, uh, no, me and, and me and Ty are both going, and, and, and we're a lot of fun. I mean, you'll, ha you'll have a blast. I guarantee you'll shed some tears, too. You'll, share, you, you'll shed some tears, and it will be a life-changing event. I pray that you will sign up and go with us. And even y'all that are watching online, everybody's welcome to go. Y'all come on and go with us, and we'll see y'all next week. I love y'all.